This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. Oh. 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 What do you think? This is the army where you shoot them a mile away? You gotta get up close like this. Bada bing! You blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This will I Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Burn it. Know it. Live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You're proud of Fox. This is Live at Five. Live at Five. Live at Five. In studio guest on a Friday here, the uh, what's today, the 26th of August, right? Uh, almost near Labor Day, getting there. Not quite, not quite. You know, still a lot of summer left, and uh, we keep it real here. That's why we have a legislator in the uh, studio now. Long, t- long time no speak to uh, Bobby Ferris. Hasn't been in the studio. Actually, I don't think he's been in this building for probably four or five years. Oh, yeah, COVID. Yeah, now he's going to spread all the COVID he wants right over the uh, microphone here. That will uh, scare all the teachers' unions. Uh, so what, what, welcome back. Uh, welcome back, uh, Bobby uh, Ferris. Big Apple Bobby, of course. You know him that way. Business since, since what, 1980? This is 38 years of business, Glenn. Th- 38? In, this is my 38th year. Wow, 38 years. And you're not originally from here. You are from Utica area. Uh, I'm New from Hartford. a little town called St. Johnsville, down by Utica, about 30 miles east of Utica. Yeah. Came up here in 1984 when I graduated college, and I started my store, and I've been here toughing it out ever since, having a good time. And you're not just doing, if you don't mind me saying, you're not just doing the the business which has been at the foot of the Arsenal Street Bridge since then. Well, actually, you were in downtown at one point. I was downtown on the square, 108, Fra- uh, 108 Franklin Street. All right. And uh, and now, of course, you've been on Arsenal Street for a long, long time. I'm in uh, the old Tommy's Roast Beef Shop. You know, it's interesting because you, you've gotten into real estate. You own a lot of businesses. You're a partner in crime with other well-known business people around town. And uh, we, if you feel at liberty, of course, to disclose who they are, and we, we know no, them all. Just Jake Johnson. Jay- oh, I thought there were others. I just know Jake has a lot of partners uh, for a lot of buildings and properties. Uh, and yet, you don't own the building that you're in, uh, uh, where, where you're located. I, I always thought that was very, interesting. I had a very good friend of mine a long time ago explain to me why it's better to rent your building than own your building. Really? And um, he told me, put that money aside. Yeah. He goes, if you're going to do this for 30 years, you put that extra money, the extra three, four thousand dollars a month aside. And right. When you want to do something, you have that money. You don't have to sell your building. Right. Right. So that was probably pretty good advice, you know, 25 years ago. Uh, it's helped me do to get in Where into you are the now. real estate market right. with uh, my friend Jake and yeah. uh, my wife and I have a small company and yeah. uh, my heart is still at Big Apple Music though I work there every day. Yeah, I know. I see you there. Uh, you got Diggy at the uh, you know managing things. You've gone through a, a lot of uh, personnel over the years. Good people that uh, made a good living on what uh, your business. Yeah, most of my guys are there. Well, Diggy's tw- almost twenty years now. Right, long time. So there's most of my guys stay and right. they're there for a very long time and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoy it better that way. I, I have great staff, and I'm very proud to say that uh, uh, they do a good job helping me run the business every single day. And in addition to that, of course, you do home installs. So there's a lot of parts to your business. It's evolved over the years. You went from, like, these big subwoofer business, which you still sell, but now uh, you got heated seats. you got 
you, you, you well, got we got into automotive starters. accessories yeah. and uh, other things for cars because as cars come newer, they have nicer stereos. They and do. And so they, they didn't have car starters. They didn't have heated seats. No. And they didn't have backup cameras. No. And they didn't, now they all start having all that stuff. But right. we just keep finding new things to put into automobiles and help people out. And, yeah. Um, so all you people out there with a nice warm car and nice warm seats, whether you bought them from me, you're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Well, you're and very welcome. And thank you if you did buy them from us. Yeah, and you can't go backwards. You know, it's just like, you know, I said one thing, you know, there was, like, for instance, I was talking to Jim Scordo yesterday. As you know, the Bravo Fest starts tonight at the, at the arena. And I asked him, I said, can you believe you actually did those events without air conditioning? I mean, you know, if they had to move to another venue going forward, they would never go to another venue without air conditioning. We had a, a venue there. We had no choice. Same thing with vehicles. How in the world did we have cars without, without air conditioning back in the you know the 60s and 70s, essentially? Thank was that the end of that generation? My fondest memory is yeah. back in 1976. I'll date myself. Yeah. My parents were teachers, mm-hmm. and we had a Ford LTD station wagon yeah. with no air conditioning and just an AM radio. Right. And you and loved it. And we drove it. to Florida Ugh. for the Bicentennial 4th of July at Disney World. Yeah. With the back window down. Yeah. Because I sat in the suicide seat in yeah, the far back. Right, right. And all the gas fumes coming in, I, I believe that's part of my brain damage sure. as of this day. Right. And being in Florida, in Disney World, for the 4th of July, yeah. sweating unbelievably, right. I decided when I got older and I could afford a car with air conditioning, that I would, you would always have air conditioning in a car. You know, I, I had a, a rich cousin of mine who had air conditioning in his car in the early 70s, and he also had... Um, what do they call it when you drive remotely or it drives by itself? Uh, Are you talking uh, cruise control? Cruise, he had cruise control in the early 70s. Yeah. I, can you believe they had cruise control back then? We put them in back then when, at my Utica store, yeah. Unbelievable. They were all cable-driven. <laughs> so basically you, you hooked up a cable to, yeah. the, to the throttle. Yeah. And it measured the vacuum system coming out of the vacuum. Oh, my God. In your car. Yeah. And that's how it was. Uh, Sounds like Ralph Nader would have a field day with that. Crazy. One of my friends built the first car starter I ever saw. He took took a took a um, car alarm. Yeah. And basically, he made it so he could push a button. It would crank the starter. So he'd hold the button. Yeah. As long as he held the button, the car would crank. Huh. And he had a he put another button with a, another lever on it, another actuator that would push that would suck the gas pedal. He'd push it twice. Yeah. Because uh, cars were carbureted. Right. Right. So you had to give it gas, pump the gas once or Isn't twice. is that something? To set the choke. Yeah. And I remember the first time he showed it to me, I looked at him and I went, oh, my God, that's just amazing. Yeah. I go, I can't believe everybody doesn't have one in their car. Right. What year are you talking? Uh, I was 1984. Wow. I'd opened my store. I believe the gentleman is still around in town. Wow. His name is Chris. Yeah. And he owns another electronics company in town. So wait a minute. You're telling me that the guy that invented the remote car store? The first was time I ever saw one okay. was this guy. Right, right. And he was an in... But did he Craig Systems. Really? He owned Craig Systems. Wow. He, go, he goes, Bob, take a look outside. And he, he, start, he goes, I could start my truck with this. And well, I looked at him and I went... That, no way. No, you can't. Yeah. And uh, no, he, he showed me Chris Allen. And you've literally... It's Chris Allen, famous guy. So you have literally sold thousands of car starters since then. Thousands. Many thousands. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's amazing. And you still do. All right. So, but now you're in the real estate business. Jake's doing great things. He just bought out. He's now is you. Uh, now, are you part of the, the Paddock Arcade purchase as well? 
Yeah. Okay. Um, so Jake what, and I are the downtown property management. The most famous building in Jefferson County. It, it, it literally is. Built in 1850 or 1851, yeah. I believe. And, Whatever. And I think we're cleaning the dust from 1850. You probably are. A lot of people have owned it over the years. Good people ju- ju- just sold it to you. They kept it going. It, yeah. it, it had ups and downs, if you will. <coughs> but uh, what do you, what's your plan there? What are you going to do there? Get rid of that whole... Uh, that that uh, uh, upper echelon uh, glass. The glass up on yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. Not, not, that, the, not the layer that the, the layer that separates the V shape. I was just that, up in the catwalk. There's a catwalk up there. Right. Where you see, when you walk in and you look up, and you see all that glass. Yeah. That there's a catwalk goes through the middle of that. Right. And then above there are the windows. Right. That you see from out. You see are you going to expose that where you're just going to see the windows? No, I don't think so. Really? No. See, I, originally, of course, that's the way it was. That glass was added later. The catwalk was added, um, I believe, in the 30s. I'm. I, I don't know that. Yeah. Uh, I know that we're working on a plan for the roof and for the glass and all that so stuff. So structurally, it's sound. It's pro- it wasn't built with steel. Maybe at one point it was reinforced. Listen, they, they have these terracotta blocks yeah. that most of downtown is built with that I've never seen before. Hmm. Um, but it, it's it's commercial construction. And uh, uh, the blocks are like a masonry block with little grooves in them. Mm-hmm. And then you can spread cement right over it and that becomes your drywall wow i've been in a couple houses in watertown where all the walls right. outside and inside are built out of this wow. trying to fish a wire just doesn't work so right, you, right, right. It, it, it's it's amazing stuff and but that's going to be built from the ground up because that's, that's a lot of weight the on the whole structure yeah, of yeah. the building right and uh it's it's really incredible wow uh, it's a great great building yeah as uh, Jake takes me through the different spots and yeah. we look at different things and where we want to go and how we want to change what we want to add. Wow, that must be fascinating. It is, but it's it's basically um, Jake and I have done a couple of small projects together, right. um, like the, where I'm at at 1511 Washington Street, the old Shelby's building. Right, there. right, that looks completely yeah. different. Yeah, that Jake and I were when we bought that building. Yeah. You know, I had I had an idea, and Jake had an idea, and we kind of merged them together. Right. And then once we got to a point, Jake let me run with it. So this is downtown. The downtown buildings are all going to be Jake. He's got a plan for everything. Right. Um, I trust him emphatically. And yeah. It, and it's it's going to be really nice. Right. Uh, right to the – he's got a new entrance that he wants to put on that I can't talk about right no, now. I understand. Yeah. But um, – Yeah, it needs it, a new entrance. It needs a, a facelift. That's what you guys are doing now. Yeah. Well – it doesn't stand out until you bring it back to what it was. But whatever, I'm sure it's going to look great. It is because now it just looks like it just blends in with the the buildings. You really can't tell that it is an indoor mall. You can't from the outside, at least. Well, if you see the new pictures where he took down, there's a, a glass wall divider in the in the middle of it. Right, right. When you walked in, the front part of it is right. residential and a couple businesses on the second floor. They're separate buildings from where it is. Yeah. So he took that down. The first thing he goes, now you can see from one end of the paddock to the other. Yeah. And it made a gigantic difference just in the uh, in the first week that. He well, what about the heat? The heating issue because that's why they built it to begin with to save the heat. No. Um. Well, I mean, the heating issue is a heating issue that has to be taken care of. Right, period. Right. And putting a door there just so that that doesn't happen. Right. Is not taking care of the problem. It's putting a bandaid on the problem. Right. So. Uh, and, and the door never matched. It, it, you know, it wasn't historically significant. It didn't look good. Those glass doors that you're talking about. I agree. I'm well, glad they, you got they were never of... cleaned. No, they, they were, never it, were. It, it, it was a. It was kind of a nightmare to look right, at thing. Right, right. So you may find doors back up there. I don't want to upset the previous owners, by the way. It needed a no, lot of work. Don, 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 Don yeah. has been awesome with yeah, yeah, us. He's right. helped us through every part of it. I'm sure he has. Um, he's he's been really great to work with. Yeah. But um, th- it just needs to have. 
some tender love and care. It does. And yeah. the tenants that are in there are awesome. Right. And they're they're excited to see the difference sure. and uh, take part in it with us. Right. So. Right. So, it's been a blessing. So, you know, do we need a lot? I mean, uh, do we have a shortage of, of business space in Watertown, New York? Here's the funny thing, and I never saw this. It's it's kind of like apartments, yeah. right? Right. You never think you need an apartment because you have an apartment. Right. But the people that are looking for a small office space that's affordable, right. that don't want to come down on Arsenal Street or on Washington Street and pay a few thousand dollars a month right. to develop their business, right. this is... It's a great place for them. There's, on, on the second floor alone, there's almost 20 spaces. Right, right. Um, and they'll be unique. That We're going to redo all the spaces individually. Right. And they'll be unique. Right. And it'll be a great place for people to come together and start their businesses. Because when you have a business, sometimes it's better to have traffic flow around it. Right, right. Um, and we've had no problem hmm. uh, renting to new people. Hmm. As a matter of fact, there's probably a few people that we, we haven't done anything with yet because we have to finish the outside. Then we're coming in the inside. Right. And we're going to repaint the inside. We right. had people from Spectrum there. We're going to get rid of all the all the wires that are yeah, floating around every yeah. place. And yeah. My next step is um, getting a hold of uh, West Telecom so right. we can get that straightened out. What about the floor, uh, the, the, the catwalk around? the? Uh, the does that need to be reinforced? It seems like that's old wood. Um, I don't think it needs to be reinforced. Basically, it's a wooden floor yeah. that they put plywood over, or they put um, uh, some type of tile right, over right. it, and then they put wood over that. Then mm. they put carpet tiles over right, the wood. Right, right. So that'll be the next step. It's actually very secure, very yeah, safe. Because I worry, because you know, I, again, it, now that you guys own it, I'm sure there's going to be big events there. Maybe the mayor's ball should be there, which I always said would be a perfect place. <laughs> I still do. Huh, maybe. You know what I'm saying, or some type of event, one night, one diamond. Uh, but, but at that said, that or New Year's Eve for that matter, uh, but you're going to have a lot of people up there. And it immediately reminds me of the tragedy that happened in Kansas City back on New Year's Eve where they were in a modern building and they all went up on the catwalk and the damn thing collapsed. I can pretty much tell you that yeah. you could probably fill that catwalk up with people. Uh, yeah, and, and it would still and hold. And if, if, if it bent a little bit, I'd be surprised. A 180-year-old building. or It's a 170-year-old building would still hold. It's incredible. Well, it's not built like anything I've ever seen. Yeah. It's, well, it's not, really nothing is. Really strong. Yeah, I mean, if you compare, not for nothing, but if you compare any given house in this town to a new house, and you live in a relatively new house, and it's well-built, it's beautiful, it's gorgeous, but they, they don't do. build them like they built them back in the day. I look at my house, and it's just like, it doesn't, sh when a truck goes by, nothing shakes. It's just, it was built th to last. Yep. yep. No, I, I was very fortunate. I had a good contractor who did my house. Yeah. And, um, his name was Gary Pesci. He's one of my favorite contractors. Huh. Um, I've, I've done work for Gary for I don't know, um, probably 30 years, yeah. maybe maybe a little bit longer. Right. And he came to me and he said, I want you to start wiring houses for speakers for me. Yeah. And I said, no, I'll sell you the speakers. You run the wires yourself. Mm -hmm. And Gary said, no, you're going to do this job. Huh. And I started doing TVs and then data, networking, cable, right. satellite dishes, everything for the people because most of the builders out there, and there's a ton of builders I work with, right. and they offer a service to their to their uh, the, the people that work it for right. to build a house and right. they'll say I have a guy that can come up and do your security cameras your um uh, your 
your Wi-Fi, and Wi-Fi is now the biggest thing. It used to be I want a home theater system. Right. Now I need to have Wi-Fi that works in every room right. and outside the property, right. around the house. So the kids don't talk to each other, the parents hang out inside, you know, well, hate their country. Yeah, I know. The, what Go the ahead. Wi-Fi I do is basically so that the music systems I put in your house, right. you can operate through your phones and... You can do whatever, your security cameras, all that stuff. With Everything right. is Wi-Fi based, your thermostats. Right. So the stronger the service you have, the better it is. Everything but, is Wi-Fi now. But I there's mean, a network of people we work with, in, including what used to be Stat, is Doyle now. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. we work together with them and with Spectrum and West Telecom and anybody else that we need to so that their clients mm-hmm. get what they need. These people that are building custom homes and even basic homes where we work with all these different people to make sure they get what they want right well you're probably working with uh, neighbors of watertown you know like with rj and and fixing them up too because he's he's been re- revitalizing old homes forever not so much him okay. and that's because most of his homes are restoration projects okay you know um and they're but just other general contractors yeah all right, now you're in politics for how many years now at least 20 is that correct you've run for <laughs> say, uh, county legislator what no this is uh I'm on my eleventh, uh, uh, my my thirteenth year. Thir- Real? Oh, wow! I thought it was. I got one than more that. year. Uh, you know what? I was comparing you to Scott Gray. He's Scott Gray is uh, twenty-two. Is it twenty? This is his twenty-third year. Yeah. All right. So, and I, I'm t- can I, can we be honest about things? I mean, as far as you know, and people forget that you know we just had a primary. Like three people voted for the county had to invest over seventy grand because they wanted to reconfigure the the uh, the primaries. Uh, because of the reconfiguration of the of the congressional district, thus they pushed it to this past Tuesday. No one voted, uh, but who could forget that? Still, in the, for the general election, despite the fact that there was a primary in June where Scott Gray went up against Susan Duffy, that still continues almost as if one is a Democrat, one's a uh, Republican. It's the most unique race I've ever. She's on the conservative line, but you know who what are I'm you saying. calling a Democrat? Well, no, because there's no, there's no one. I don't think either one of them are going to like that. There's no one running on the Democratic side, but they're still running against each other is what I'm saying. So people might perceive it as, well, who's the Democrat? Neither one, but they're still going to fight it out as Republicans in the general election. This is unprecedented in itself. It is. Um, I have opinions that I just soon keep to myself. No, I understand. Because everyone it's in just a unique situation, what I'm saying. Yeah. And... Um, it, it's tough. It's very divisive in, in, in our in our area. It's just been really, really tough yeah. to to come out and say, "Hey, you know, you should do this or you should do that." Mm-hmm. It, I mean, you, you, it, it's a very toxic situation that we have in the in our political world. And I'm not talking Scott and Susan. It, everything. I'm, I'm talking no, no, I'm, all yeah. of it. Yeah, I agree. So you could like one, right? And Dislike the other because you don't know that person. Right, right, right. And, and it's it's unfair mm-hmm. because it, it's just pushed that way. The Democrats, Republicans, the conservatives, right. liberals, mm-hmm. libertarians. Oh, I know. And they're, it, and they're all at odds against each other. And, and you, you know, again, uh, Michael Jordan said years ago that he never got into politics because he said Republicans buy sneakers, too. So, and as a polit- <laughs> as a politician, no matter how left or right you are, at the end of the day, when you win the race, when you rent, win office... You want to at least have all of your constituents, regardless of their allegiance, to, to be on your side. Kathy Hochul, on the other hand, says that all Republicans in New York State should move to Florida where they belong. And she doubled down on this. It, she said it twice. Listen, it worked for Cuomo. It's going to work for her again, probably. Um, there, it, is, a, it, is that the way it's, to it's be a, a politician, though? To say, leave this state if you don't believe in you know, a, a, a progressive New Yorkers or the okay, way it's supposed just, to be? Just, you know, yeah. as, as a Republican yeah. and as, as a gun owner and stuff, yeah, right. we'll tell you if you don't like it, you know, leave the state. Right. 
And that's really the simple fact of, of a lot of it. Mm-hmm. They say, well, you're paying high taxes in New York State. You can move any place you want. I'm not going to pick up my business and my family move someplace else. No. I'm going to learn how to fight it out because this is my home. Right. I don't want to leave my home because I don't agree with my politics. Right. It's unfair that someone would say that. Yes. Like when Kathy, Especially our governor a, said a, a that. Gov- a sitting governor. And, and she says, if you don't like it, get the hell out. And yeah. I'm thinking, really? Yeah. yeah. It, well, that- how about if I don't like it? You know, I'm going to vote for somebody else, number one. Right. And number two, the more you push me, the more I'm going to push back. Right, right, right. And that's not a threat. That's just but how you know, your mind thinks. It, it is. It's very true. And, and and just be careful because one day she might take your gun. One day she could well, share she less is. Yeah. So on, in September when that when her thing comes through, yeah. I'm, I'm going to start pushing to find out if we have some pushback on it. Right. I think it's unconstitutional what she did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as a gun owner, we we already, we already know we go through an extensive background check. Right. We have a judge and the sheriff sign off on it. Right. And each county decides if they're going to give a concealed carry permit or any type of permit mm-hmm. in New York State, um, whether you can have a gun. It, it's not something you go. And and when you hear tougher gun laws are needed, well, in New York State we have some of the toughest gun laws. Mm-hmm. In other states, you know, you can. Show your ID, and if you're not a convicted felon, you can just right. get a gun within the hour. Right, 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 right. Uh, in Texas and yeah. Oklahoma, when you turn 18 years I've old. been in both those states, and it's always kind of weird when I see a guy who looks like a cowboy or yeah. whatever come right. get out of his pickup truck, and right. he's got a 45 strapped to his side. He's got an open. He doesn't need an open carry or concealed carry permit. Right. He can just carry his gun. Right. And people ask me, does that frighten you? I go, no, it doesn't frighten me. I'll tell you this, though. Mm-hmm. If I were going to mug somebody, that's not the guy I would mug. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so Which if is people why in New York like State Texas had open safer, carry yeah. permit, yeah. maybe there'd be a lot less muggins. But, I mean, but, by the way, you, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not pushing for that either. You remember Louis Carlo. Remember, there was two yep. Louis Carlos. There's two. One that worked in radio with Anthony DeMarco. Yep. He, he, he carried all the time. Yep. He showed it to me one day. That was years ago. Yeah, he, 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 sh- he really shouldn't show it to you, but if you ask, and, he, and he's smart. Like, it was um, still years ago, yeah. Before I got my pistol permit yeah. to carry, yeah. um, one of the guys who worked in my store carried. Yeah. And he asked me if it bothered me, and I said, no, I, I don't have a problem with it. Right. And if, if I asked him if he was carrying, he'd say yes. i go, can I see it? Mm-hmm. He'd pull it out. He'd drop the clip, right. clear the chamber, right. and, he'd, and then he'd let me see well, the gun. Who's it, like Ethan Hawke in uh, Training Day or something? You know. No, but most people that yeah. carry a pistol, that right. have a permit, right. understand it's a privilege right. to have that gun and don't want that taken away from them. And, and uh, you don't find many people that have a pistol permit going out there and shooting people. No. They understand what it took to get it, they're and responsible. they're responsible. Right. And if that person's in your store or right. your church right. or your school, right. when something happens, right. if something happens, right. most of those people are ready to to right. to defend themselves. Right. I, I see these people at, at the gun range right. practicing, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm like, what are you practicing for? You have to stay sharp. You have to sure. be able to handle your gun. Right. It's a big responsibility. They don't throw it on the table. And let no, the kids I know, play but I it. find it interesting when they're when they're practicing. They're standing straight and they're pointing and they're got their arms extended. That's not real life. Well, got, the, the real life situation like where a guy's running at him. Yeah, yeah. If you want to be the guy running at it when they're doing that practice, yeah. you let me know. Well, I, no, I'm no, sure that's, there's a bunch of that's guys when you that turn would into Fredo take Crowley, you up on that. You know, in The Godfather, when uh, when they're, they're shooting uh, the Don on the street when he's buying uh, oranges, Fredo is there fumbling with his gun. That's the average person because all of a sudden you see three other people okay, with the, guns. The they're average, shooting. Just so you know, the average person yeah. doesn't have a carry pistol permit. Oh, I, I, oh, and yeah. most people who do will go out and practice. And no matter how much you practice, right. no matter how... 
you're a boxer, right? Until you step in the ring and get punched, right? Right. You're not. You're, gonna, right? Right. you're not really a boxer until right. you get punched. Speaking of which, have you seen pictures of uh, Mike Tyson lately? He's in a he's in a wheelchair. He's you know, I've seen pictures in a wheelchair. I've seen pictures of him in great shape. I've seen pictures of him being fat and out of shape. Yeah. All within the last six months. Yeah, and he also stated that he's not going to be around much longer. That he's, you know, he's uh, he's got his his mortality is coming to an end. He said in an interview. <laughs> Crazy. I'm not aware. Yeah, he's lucky to be alive from the outset. He was almost killed years ago in Brooklyn growing up. So Kathy Hochul, Kathy, who hasn't proven shy about it, had, had won for the states Republicans this week. All four, five point million of them. Don't we have more Republicans than 5.4 million voters in New York State? That sounds awfully low. I know it's a blue state, but 5.4 million. Just jump on a bus and head to Florida where you belong, okay? I think she's talking upstate. You you are not. No. Well, it doesn't say New York. And she's right next to uh, Adam. Boy, she's she's weird looking. Uh, Anyway, she's going to win. She's already ahead by like 20 points. I don't care what poll you look at, John Zogby, whatnot. Lee Zeldin's a good man, but it's just not going to happen, Bobby. Well, you still vote. Um, for for your conscience, yeah. Um, like I tell her, my wife used to get mad at me because I would vote for Ross Perot, right? And she would go, "Why do you vote for him? He doesn't have a chance to win." I'd say, "Because he's my choice, right, right." And when he's not my choice, I'll go to my next choice. Sure. Yeah. And um, everybody made fun that he's a weird little man. I go, yeah. you know what? He goes up, he talks charts. Mm-hmm. He's a businessman. It was he's passed now. Yeah, of course. Um, and uh, I go, he, a little I go, paranoid he, though, but whatever. He was. Listen, everyone's paranoid one way or the other. You know the punch card for, you know, when, you know, when yep. he did that through the Navy, but he was a smart, smart man, a <coughs> World War II vet and so forth. Uh, great man. <coughs> All right, so I got to do a break. We're talking to Bobby Ferris, talking about a lot of things now. Uh, we'll get into a little bit more politics. Maybe we can even open up the phone lines later so people can ask you questions. You up for that? All right, so let's do this. We'll be back after this. The best time to buy a boat is in the winter. And the best time is through Binghamton, Oneonta, and Montrose, PA. Ah, dip 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 day, dip 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 do. Twenty-five minutes before uh, six o'clock. Dip 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 do. That's my uh, that's my Jeff Graham impersonation over the years. I've kind of changed it. He would go dip 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 do, and I go dip 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 day. You know, just like crackhead Bob. You had a bad day. You had a bad day. I'm hungry. All right, uh, we're here, and uh, I know it's a long story. I don't listen to Howard Stern, but I still remember. <laughs> crackhead Bob, the late great uh. crackhead Bob. So we're with uh, uh, county legislator for 13 years, uh, Mr. Uh, Robert Ferris. Are you running this year? You have to be because it's an even year. No, it's I, an o- oh, it's on the odd years. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, next year we run again. Got you. okay. Okay, it's this county race. So uh, you're going to run next year? Do you want to make an announcement that uh, you're going to fulfill your? I, I'm going to fulfill seventh my term. term. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'll have it figured out probably by. This fall, whether I'm going to run again. Is it a lot of work? I mean, do you put a lot of work in being a county legislator? you got to kiss a lot of babies, go to funerals. See, you ask me that. Act like Jim Brett. (laughs) There's a blast from the past. There's there's as much work as you want to do. Yeah. Okay. You you can get out and push and pull and try to change everything as hard as you can. You can accept most of it and kind of change the things that you really want to change. Um, but we have a great county administrator and deputy administrator. So we're basically the board of directors for the county. Right. So we ha- our meetings are like board meetings to talk about where the county's direction is going. Right. And I don't want any of the kids. Sorry. <laughs> well, there, there's some, like the homeless issue is an issue, and, and it can't be taken care of. Everybody goes, why can't you fix it? How hard is it? I mean, why is government so slow? Right. Well, government's slow 
because it perfect example the county decides to and this is just an example a hypothetical yeah we decide to buy a building rehab the building we can't just leave it crappy it right. has to be up to certain specifications right we don't have a staff to staff it or to man it. You, now you have to train people just for that. Right. And you're almost building a hotel and managing it for people that have issues. And the people that have these hotels now that are trying to manage them, right. you know, uh, some of them are, are, are pretty nice. And some guys really work hard at it. And some of them basically realize that, hey, we just need to take what we get for as long as we can get. We right. can't put any money into the hotel. Right. And and or or the housing, like the house on uh, Factory Street in the corner there. Right, right. You know, yeah. Uh, what a mess. That that was terrible. When that when that fell apart, that's when the big crisis really came to to view. There was uh, two hotels in the uh, hotel right. burned up down on Washington Street got shut down. The Rainbow. The Rainbow and another hotel they yeah. got burnt down, yeah. and all of a sudden, all the people that have been put away someplace else. Right. Are now looking for a home. Literally out in the streets. Yeah. We see more homelessness now than probably in the history of Watertown, New York. Well, here's the funny thing. They've always been there. Well, yeah. They, but they were just. Couch to couch. Now they're out in the streets. And, and it, it, we, you truly see it. Uh, by the way, uh, someone said, I thought he was retiring. I, I think he's referring to you. <laughs> I'm retiring from what? Uh, I, from politics and everything. Who knows? Well, let's ask you. Are you retiring? No. Oh, okay. Good. I, I love what I do in Watertown. Yeah, yeah. I love the people I talk with at my store. I love working for the county. Right. I love you love talking. With people. I like One thing I can tell you about Bobby Ferris, he loves to talk. The other thing you could talk about me yeah. is if I decide I'm going to do something, I get it done. Yes. Yeah, you do. You do. You so if I, if I find something that I want to do, right. it doesn't matter what everybody tells me I can or can't do. Right. And poor Carolyn Fitzpatrick, I love her. I miss her very much. Oh, yeah, terrible. I tortured her horrible. And, right. I, and I don't mean in a bad way. She right. would say, Bob, you can't just do what you want to do. Right. It has to be done differently. And mm-hmm. I'd say, okay, so I can't do it with the county? She goes, nope. So I go do it by myself. Hmm. And she goes, well, you really shouldn't do that right, right, because right. you're a county legislator. Right, right. I'm like, well, Carolyn, well, it's funny because you told me no, and I went and did you, it anyway. You're explaining how the process is lengthy, and yet you are, you are in yourself, in your own right, a rebel when it comes to the bureaucracy, you do it yourself, almost as if you were acting on the part of your own con- constituents. You know, well, getting the there, job done, you got to cut corners. There's a big difference between being a legislator and representing the people of the town of Rutland and Watertown. Right. Um, when I do things for the board, I have to, I'm representing these p- other people, and some people might be on board with it, and other people might say you shouldn't do it. Stop your laughing. I'm not, I don't even wonder who it is. Uh, no, Don, Flat Earth Donnie says we're being boring. Sorry. Go ahead. We're, we're being bored? That's awesome. Do you know Donnie. Flat Earth? You know oh, flat I do. Earth. He was in the Navy, and yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he yeah, can yeah. explain to you why he knows the, the Earth this? is yeah. flat. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's also my videographer th- for the MMA events. Okay. <laughs> Crazy, man. Anyway, no, this is... No, typically, but I'm, I'm bad-mouthing uh, liberals at this point, so this is a different approach to a, well, to a Friday. Well, basically, you, you have to make sure... That the Republicans and Democrat, even though I'm a Republican, yeah. I represent them all. Right. And I'm very careful about how I do that. And uh, so I always try to publicly um, not just be on the right side, but be right with what I'm talking about. Right, right. Or have an excuse for why we did it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and when I say excuse, explanation. Right, right. Some people um, don't like it, but everyone respects you when you have 
your reasoning for why you're a certain way. And by the way, Fireman just ch chimed in. Not boring, great guest, and talk. There you go. See? It's a balance. <laughs> some people love it. Uh, some people sell us their furs. Others buy them. The rich so, thrift shop. Some people sell their furs. Some people buy That's them. That's an old commercial <laughs> from uh, Le Lexington and 57th Street, whatever it was. Uh, anyway, all right, so long time ago. I, I can't explain. I got I, a can I, of paint. I'm going to throw on you, Gillette. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, and, and and someone is your idol. Well, there you go. And it's uh, it's the man himself. So there you go. Someone's my idol. Uh, rather, he's rather you're his idol, right? Yeah, that's how I read it. I, I I'm getting all types of text idol. here. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, no and not to idol. mention, my wife is asking me, uh, "Do you want something to eat before we go to the lake?" And uh, no, <laughs> we're going straight up once I pick you up, babe. All right. Neither here nor there. All right. So politics, business, downtown. Uh, I'm, you know, uh, this, 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 I'm fascinated with this whole public, uh, check that, Paddock Arcade, the oldest building, one of the oldest indoor malls in America. It sees an, an, a new light. And, uh, you know, can we talk about investment? How much money is it going to cost to get that up to where you want it? That's going to be a lot of money. No? Can you get grant money? It's yeah, we were, we were approved for some grant before good. we bought it. Good. Um, uh, it, it, it's, it's really, it's a good it's a good investment, yeah. and, it, it, and it's a good grant mm -hmm. um, from the DRI. Okay. And um, going to have a new bathhouse in the basement and reopen. Oh that? my gosh! Have you been in the basement? Uh, no. Okay, I was in there today. Yeah. And uh, like a lot of places downtown Watertown. Yeah. There was like the bathrooms were in the basement. Right. You walk down, like you, you go to the Crystal, and the right. bathrooms down in the basement. Right. Right. Okay. There, there's bathrooms down in the basement yeah. of this building. Yeah. That. Uh, I, I, they're not circa 1850, but what? they're they're not much newer. Do um, they have the old-fashioned chain on? No, them no, no. They're they're porcelain. Right, okay. But I mean, I don't think any of these have been used in a long time. But the the investment in that building, there's a couple different looks that we're looking at now. Um, anything that you want to know, what's going to happen in that building right. on the outside or inside, right. is is all in Jake's head, mm -hmm. and he tells me what he needs when he needs it. Right. And he has my full support. There you go. So, so okay. So an example of which would be like, uh, can we get uh, sheet metal for uh, you know five dollars a square yard? I mean, is that what you get involved with, or uh, you know, it, it's stuff like brick layers? And how do you help? Um, well, <laughs> I mean, we we, we we talk about what we want to do in right. the order which we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. um, Jake will do most of the pricing. Um, get the bids from the contractors. Right. Or if he asks me to take care of something, I'll go do it. Like today, I'm, we had a meeting this week, and he said, I want all these wires that have been painted over for the last 15, 20 years. Yeah, if not longer. Or, or longer. Yeah. He goes, whatever's not needed, he goes, let's get rid of it. Sure. Because everyone keeps adding. Every time right. a new tenant like goes a in. New layers of roofing, yeah. It, it, we call it the Time Warner. They Whoever comes in, it doesn't matter whether it's the phone company or, right. or Spectrum. Spectrum. They they basically find where it comes to the building, right. and then they just run a wire wherever they want to run the wire to because right. no one's cared about the building. Right. And I'm not bad mouthing them. No. But Spectrum no. came over today, and right. I said I want all these wires tore out. I yeah. want everything fixed so that everything's the way it's supposed to be. Right. They're right on board with that. Right. Because they don't want to send a guy up in the middle of the winter right. to turn on service. Right. And put a ladder on the edge of a roof right. where there's snow and stuff. Mm -hmm. they, they don't want to do that. They they want to make sure it's done. So right. Right. Jake says, you do this part. So when Jake gives me a task, I do the tasks. And if he doesn't need my help, he it's just takes care of it. It's unsightly, too. I'm glad you're getting rid of all that. Uh, here's the other thing. The reinvestment in downtown because of the aquatic center, the YMCA. Again, I, I believe it was uh, uh, Pete Souch Sr. that was at one of the council meetings recently. He said, guys, 
we have to rally around this. This this when was the last time we saw two magnificent cranes lifting up uh, I beams in downtown? We haven't since I've been here. I've never seen that. So now uh, a t- totally new project. Uh, I'm shocked that the YMCA were getting a third one. I don't know why, but nonetheless, it is a huge investment. How does that play to what you guys are doing with downtown? That's got to be in your favor, no? Um, I guess. That, that's that's really not how I looked at it. Hmm. Uh, if you're saying because of the why did we decide to buy these buildings? Yeah, we we were working on that a long time before that. But that okay. it's, it's going to draw a lot of people. Well, to downtown, and that that just by uh, and by its own right through osmosis, if you will, you're going to benefit from I, that. I, I was I was in favor of the why. Yeah, going there, I, I talked to the IDA, and. They believed it was a good spot. I found another spot for them that I thought was equally as good or better. Where? Uh, Mike Lundy's place? Yeah. Dip, 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 day. I got it. Dim, dim, dim. Yeah, I know. The, I, I know the, Mike was outspoken No, about no. That. But because it would start from fresh. Yeah. And it would be more, it's not the center of the town. No, right. But there's plenty of parking plenty over of there. Plenty park, yeah. And, and it would be less to do the whole build. Interesting. Um, Interesting. That said, yeah. and you get a brand new building. Right. Okay, that said, you talk to the IDA, and the IDA says, well, we have to have a... a, a use for this building and this makes sense hmm. and if you go to any big city all right there's a draw for people mm-hmm. all right for the families that come here right and the ymca is a great draw right i mean if it wasn't for the ultimate goal that came in and failed right 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 we wouldn't have an indoor soccer lacrosse right. field right it's not full size right but it's awesome and i can tell you is that i've been there since the day it opened you have soccer. i remember seeing you there and yeah. And I haven't played this year yet, yeah. but, I mean, I'm getting older, so yeah, there's yeah. a reason for that. Right. But I've seen the level of talent with our kids Get better. in lacrosse sure. and in soccer. Right. They go in there and play football. Um, their their skill level is now starting to compete with Syracuse teams mm-hmm. because these kids have a ball at their feet on a field for more than two months a year. Right, right, right. You know, they're playing year-round. Which explains why pro football players, basketball players, and baseball players come from the southern states more than they do up here, which leads me into my a perfect uh, transition here to what's going on with Joe Bartlett's area out in the town of Watertown. I'm glad you asked. $82 I'm, million. Dollars. And I'm, you guys had nothing to do with that. I, that. That is not my fault that we had nothing to do with well, that. Well, no, I'm I, saying that's good. I it's really, not a government I, project. I really wanted the county... And, to, to get behind it, yeah. it's taken a while because this is such a giant project yeah. that you you don't want to get behind it too soon mm-hmm. because you know it could possibly fail. Right. Joel and I have talked for, for years, mm. and Joel said, this is happening, Bobby. No. I'm going to make it happen. And Joel has pushed and pushed and yeah. pushed. And um, there was some kickback from some of the other legislators that, oh, we, we just did the ice arena over. We don't need it. Yeah. You know, and then when the Y was coming in, they're right. like, we don't need it. I'm right. like, Fort Drum will use this. All the villages and towns around us Canadians. will use this. Yeah. Yeah. This will be a regional right. draw. Right. If the airport is a regional draw, right. and it is for it is. us, it is. this is going to be a regional draw. Right. This will bring outside money right. into our community. Right. Hotels will benefit from it. If yeah. hotels benefit from it, sure. eateries benefit from it. Right. Shopping will benefit from it. And athletes benefit from it, like you oh, just the, said. The, well, here's, here's the tragedy. Let me just interject here. The fact that the Bravo Fest can't do their event after Labor Day because they're laying down the ice for the Wolves. Look, I know the Wolves were a draw there. We put $14 million into the arena, but essentially eight months out of the year, you can't use it other than uh, open ice. You can't have events there because they have to put the ice down after Labor Day. That's a tragedy in itself. And you watch. And again, the city loses in this. I get it. 
But the arena will be there forever. They did a great job with it. They, I just did the videotaping the other day of the MMA. That's awesome again. what they did up yeah, there. Yeah, it, it's awesome. But now you know damn well, unless there's some deal that uh, the Wolves can't afford, they're going to move that operation over to uh, Route 3. When no, that I don't think a, so. You don't think so? No. Why? In the city, I think it's a centrally located. No, you watch. I th- They'll get more people. Not, they, they don't have enough people to sell tickets to. That's the problem there. That's the problem there. As much as I love the fact that they put in $14 million to let, fix let that place. Let me ask you a question. It's still too small. Ready? Yeah. If the Watertown Wolves yeah. become big enough that they need a bigger arena yeah. to sell more tickets for right. more people, right. to draw more people in from outside the area, right. to have bigger games, right. to do more things, right. how does it not benefit the county? Uh, well, it does benefit the county, so it will. It just won't benefit the city. That's all. That's the difference. I mean, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll move. My guess is they'll have to move. So, so Joe Richwell, along with Tim Dermody. I mean, again, it, 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 unless they say, no, you can't rent this place for XYZ, and say, whoa, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go back to the arena. You have more opportunities to sell tickets to bigger shows, bigger people. And then once, you know, who knows? I'm not saying Madonna's going to be up here or Taylor Swift, but you never know who can come up here once you have 8,500 people capacity. It, it, it's going to cost. A lot of money to maintain that building. Mm-hmm. It'll be great for schools and for other people to have hockey leagues yeah, there. Yeah, right, right. Because they can't get ice time. We don't when have enough hockey came, up here. I agree. Well, my grandsons came up, you know, and lived with us for a while this winter. Yeah. And they were uh, four and five. Nice. And they're playing hockey down in Syracuse. Right. And my son-in-law would get up Monday mornings and take them to the hockey rink right. for an hour and a half, two hours of free skate. Mm-hmm. Nobody else was there. Right. Just those kids, and then the hockey players came in, and then my grandsons would sit there and watch the hockey players, the the semi pro league play. Right. They must have they loved would watch it. it, and they would they were amazed. Yeah. And they actually got the jerseys and the numbers of some of the hockey players. Really. And they would sit there, and those hockey players would see that they had those jerseys on. Nice. They'd come over and talk oh, to them, and sign it for them. Yeah. Bring them out in the ice a little bit, and yeah. you know, and just talk with them. Yeah. They're great ambassadors. Yeah. So what yeah. th- what's going to happen with these little kids? Is they're they're going to remember that. Sure. And they're going to watch those guys, and that the greatness that these kids were skating and playing at right. will stay with them. Mm-hmm. This will make everything up here better. Yeah, it will. It will. And, and by the way, the people that are building it, former coach, I believe, of the Green Bay Packers, uh, they also just built the arena down there for the Lo- New York Islanders in Belmont, in, uh, New York, and Long Island. So they know what they're doing. And they also have a similar place in Albany, and that's doing gangbusters. But the best news about this is not one taxpayer's dollar is going not towards one. this. Not one, which is great. All right, we got to do a break. You're listening to the uh, Bobby Ferris Live at Five show, and we'll be back after this. There's a lot of things. And we're back. Uh, about six minutes left in today's show. Bobby Ferris with us today, talking about a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, uh, developments in downtown. I was working on a logo for you. Hopefully that will work out. Oh, see now, see what you're doing. You're knocking over. Uh, what else? What else are we doing here? And well, we're talking about the ice arena. Yeah, the ice arena, the $82 million ice arena. Joe Bartlett is uh, jumping up and down. But Apparently see, that's, they're, they're going to start just building. An ice arena. That, no, I know. It's, it's all multi-purpose. Yeah. yeah. Well, co- that's what I'm saying. Concerts. They don't have a pool in there. I can see Fort Drum using that building. Without a doubt. Every single month. Without a doubt. I mean, and uh, but not to mention, we got f- 15,000 thereabouts uh, uh, people, uh, you know, uh, in Fort on Fort Drum, not including their dependents, their family members. You know, you know how they talk about Fort Dallas, Fort Worth. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now we're going to start calling. And we, we are already. We're going to start calling this Watertown Fort Drum. Because yep. Fort Drum is gonna is probably gonna be bigger than we are. I mean, it, you know, it's not a city, if you will. It's not annexed. Fort that Drum way. really is a city inside of itself. Well, and well, you have investments up there. 
I don't like when they put that divider there. Uh, and uh, what's that? Right, eleven. The, the I, Jersey I, barrier there. I just I didn't like that. I thought that that screwed up everything. I know there was some safety issues, but they're going to have to reconfigure that road because it's just you can't get from one side to the other, especially in the summer and the winter. But they and they travel like maniacs on that roadway. It's amazing how they don't it's cut. It's a the, racetrack. It's a it? freaking racetrack. <laughs> That's funny. It's unbelievable. You got to watch yourself out there. But anyway, Fort Drum Watertown. Uh, in fact, I think on the Weather Channel, that's what they refer to our area. That's that's what it's. That's. So we lose population. Watertown is around 23 plus. At one point after the war in the early and the late 40s, early 50s, we were we were hovering around 44,000 people. Well, when I so we lost a lot over I, the years. When I first got elected, there was like a third of the people in the Jefferson County. Yeah. Lived in the city of Watertown. Right. About 30,000. There was around 30,000 at Fort Trump. Right. And like the town of Watertown. Yeah. We have another legislator who represents the town of Watertown in this next election. Right. Anthony Doldo's district grew, and he's going to take on uh, around where the mall is and the mall housing yeah. by the mall. Yeah. Um, because the town of Watertown, which was one of the smallest districts, right. You know, Rutland and Watertown together made one district, and it was one of the smallest districts. Mm-hmm. The town of Watertown grew enough that it's it's almost big enough to be its own district. Right. No doubt. And, um, yeah. Well, so, business-wise, yeah, it brings in a lot of capital. Well, the population. Yeah. People were moving outside the city sure, and building sure. in the town. Right. Um, so we, we grew, and which is awesome. Yeah. Our town planning board, our town board, Joel Bartlett, yeah. once again. Right, right. You're talking to him about the uh, the uh, facilities getting ready to build. Yeah. It's been very aggressive. He, yeah. he, he, why there, though? Why why Route 3? I don't I don't get that. It's close to 81. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It'd be nice if you could have an off-ramp on the 81, right. but this is it's where all, I got it's, it. It's much um, further than the, that, yeah. That property was donated by Mike Lundy. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Boy, my goodness gracious. Mike's, Mike's a... He's a, a player. Well, he knows what it takes to build. I mean, if you look at what he did up on Washington Street, outer Washington Street, yeah. with the medical complex right. that him and the doctor started. Right, right, right. And everyone said, well, no this way. isn't going That's anyplace. Not go. Yeah, right, right. And look then at it he now. donated the land to... Um, the, the assisted living nursing home, right, and uh, to help them out because it helped develop the but, rest of the property. But didn't Purcell build that? Yeah, but he donated the land. Yeah, I didn't know that. Interesting. If you don't have the land, you, yeah. you can't build. Yeah, and, and by the way, it's, uh, my uh, my brother is an entertainer, and he came up here a couple. You know, he, we used to share the property uh, years ago, and he would go to and once when he went there, he was amazed at how beautiful that. And he he does places down in New York, Long Island, New Jersey. And that is a premier. You're talking the the, the home, right? The, the home itself. It's and crazy. First of all, it looks it, like a, it looks like a, a hotel. It's very high end. It is. And when I walked in, they have a home theater room. Oh, unbelievable! They have a ballroom where they could dance. Well, and just play just bands. the whole facility itself. To, you could see it from a mile to miles away. Probably the biggest complex in the it, whole county. It, you know, I would say probably square foot. It might it's, be. It's yeah. Prob- collectively, it's one of the biggest. The only thing bigger than built. that might be the hospital. Right. 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 So what what else is going? We got a couple minutes left. You're gonna run next year. You, no one's gonna run against you. Have you even run against anyone in the last? In the last few times, no. No, I, that, I take that as a testament that I've done a good job. Done, yeah, yeah. No one wants to screw with it. D- does anyone uh, oppose any of the legislators when they run every two years? I, I can't remember. <sighs> well, this other last than Scott time, Gray, John Peck, and um, uh, Phil Reed both had opponents. Oh, did they really? Okay, time. Republican opponents. Right, right. And um, so they had the primary. Yeah, but uh, John, Phil, Re- okay, Phil Reed yeah. is a rock star. He is. You, you, um, he 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 knows his people. He knows his garbage. He has more people. Get thirty vo- seconds. Vote for him. Right. 
than anybody else. He, no, no. he is very loved in his community, yeah. and John Peck is a great guy. And, uh, and, and of course, he was there when, uh, when they, the, 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 uh, the county took over the airport. Instrumental with all that. Bobby Ferris, thanks for coming into the radio show today. Uh, a Big Apple Music at the foot of the Arsenal Street Bridge. Plus, he and others, including Jake Johnson, are doing great things at downtown. Hopefully, you like that logo. Up next, of course, is uh, CBS News, AM 1240 WE10, and Watertown makes us legal. Have a great weekend. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foley in Washington. Interest rate news that did not please Wall Street at all led to a really tough day there. Here's correspondent Steve Futterman. The losses were across the board. The Dow was down nearly 1,000 points. The Nasdaq was down nearly 500. The collapse came moments after Fed Chairman Jerome Powell told investors interest rates are likely to remain high and the economy may slow down to deal with inflation. Financial analyst Gene Peroni. Nothing surprising, but maybe a little bit disappointing that he uh, is not looking to moderate uh, monetary policy anytime soon. Powell said there is likely to be some pain for both.